cliffcentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. Hello, hello, everybody. You're listening to 360biz on this hot Wednesday afternoon. Bulelani Gashisa, it is so hot. It is. It is extremely hot. I mean, I drove here. Um, I had my. I had. I had the thing open, and I had the aircon blowing. But it is but still hot. I don't know if it's because of my body size or what. At some point, I got the window out. I got my head out. I'm doing. Man, it, 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 yashisa, yashisa, yashisa. <laughs> yashisa. Um, I'm very. I'm, but I'm very happy for the heat. I think more than anything, because I mean, it's been showering the past couple. Yes. Of, yes. The past couple of weeks. Mm. But you know what the funny thing is? Mm. I think I read somewhere where they were talking about how all this rain. That was happening in the Ikurleni area somehow missed yeah. the, the 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 reservoirs that were supposed to be filled up, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, nah, maybe we need to build our own reservoirs. How you doing? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Above all else, not complaining, hey. Yeah. yeah. How's the week been so far? The week has been good, relaxed. Not tell us, hectic. tell us, tell tell us a bit about today's show. Though. Well, today we are talking about entrepreneurs in the fashion industry, right? So it's all clothes and clothing lines. Fancy, yeah. fancy. <laughs> but before we even get into that or into today's um, discussion, we've got a young entrepreneur here um, who is an author, right? Mr. Lonwabo Maseko, right? Mr. Maseko? Yes, ma'am. Please say hi to our listeners and uh, tell us what it is that you do. Good afternoon to the listeners of uh, Cliff Central. Uh, firstly, I just want to thank uh, Mr. Bulalani for bringing me on the show. Ah, uh, no, nah, man. It's Asanda. You see that lady <laughs> at the back? If she says no, <laughs> the floodgates of heaven shall shut. Shout out to Asanda. Asanda, thank you for bringing me here. Uh, I'm Lunabo Masego. I'm running a company which is called Agwando Gushe Group. We are in the services or in the industry of consultation, uh, professional speaking, uh, training leaders on leadership, uh, doing teamwork, uh, public speaking, of course, and motivational talks. And of course, I'm an author. My book is titled The Best I Was Created to Be. It was launched last year, 6th on the September 2015. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's so interesting that, you know, you're, you're a speaker, you're in the, you're in the training space, the human capital development. How do you get into this space? Well, for me, uh, it started when I failed my grade 11. You know, it's a funny story, but it's the truth. You know, in the year 2004, I was doing, 2003, I was doing my grade 11. And I got sick that year. You know, I was not doing very well at school. So I failed eventually. And you know how things are in the township school. You know, I'm from Hulu as a secondary school in Davidson. That's where I come from. So I failed my grade 11 and in school I was very popular. So I went back to the school and I felt the need for a turnaround in my life. And how that began, uh, it came as a result of us, the learners that were repeating, being in the same class. And I felt the need to stand up and speak something. Of course, my former classmates said to me, what are you trying to do? Because all of us are repeating grade 11. And, you know, for me, that day, that moment defined 12 years later in my life of public speaking professionally. Because my my former principal or headmaster, Mr. Mkombo, when he was passing by, he, he, he knew that there were learners and there was no teacher. But why was the silence, you know? And when he opened the door, he saw me speaking there. And was very impressed. And then he then gave me a platform to speak every Monday and to just engage the learners. You know, and I, I then got uh, chosen as a, as a head boy in the school. And that's where my, my, my public speaking career took place. Hmm. Oh, okay. And then, Lunabo, you know what I'm interested in hearing then? Um, how did you then discover the author? The Lunabo. author within me. Yes. <laughs> oh, I remember very well. In the year 2006, I just finished my metric. I didn't have anything to do. 
Uh, I got a call from the Department of Education, not District in Binoni, and I was told that we heard that you can speak. We are looking for youth out of school that we can train to be facilitators around Egoruleni. And I said, sure, I'm interested. Uh, and I went for the training, and out of 360 people, the first six people were chosen, and I was amongst the six people. So now, of course, I got exposed to a manual, and I was very interested and enticed by this thing. A manual, it had life skills program. And back then, I didn't have a computer, a laptop, and an internet, you know. So I said to myself, with the money that I'm going to get here, I'm going to buy myself a computer one day, and I'm going to get access to internet. So somebody bought me a book by Dr. John Tibani. Uh, which is titled, if I remember correctly, True Dreams Do Come True. It's a very small book. I read that book. Believe you me, after reading that book, I felt the need to write. Mm. And that's when I started writing my book, which was titled back then, Bridging the Gap of My Early Days. But now, of course, it's called The Best I Was Created to Be. Yeah, and I mean, definitely, I mean, if you're reading a, a book by uh, Dr. John Tibani, then you're definitely reading a book that's going to move you to a whole new level because he's a pioneer. So, I mean, you know, just 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 let me fast forward a little bit. So, since we touched on Dr. John Tibani, who are some of the, I mean, local speakers that you look up to? One main speaker that inspired me, whom I was very close with, I'm still close with, uh, is Abna Mariri. Uh, wow. He's from Dal Park, wow. he's from Egoruleni We went to the same church, me and him uh, And his, his wife is, is my mentor So you know, he's one person that said to me Look, you're gifted in this industry And if you take yourself seriously You might change a lot of life as you desire So, so Mr. Abna Mariri is one, one, one guy That uh, has really pushed me When it comes to my, my career In my public speaking field hmm. Yeah, and then with all these activities That are happening in Lonabo What do you want to achieve? You know, funny enough, yesterday I had a meeting with my team. Um, we were talking about structuring the company and, and putting everything into one because I run a program which is called the Best Man and Women I Can Be Foundation. So I wanted to find out from them, of course, doing a presentation as to how we can put the same thing. And this is what I said to them. And they looked at me and they said, you've been saying this for years. I said to them, when I die... I want to know that I would have walked in the shoes that Dr. Miles Monroe walked through here on earth. And that is impacting people, living a life of authenticity, being real, uh, doing what you teach people to do. Because mm -hmm. people teach, but somehow they don't leave what they are teaching out there. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's so, it's so fascinating. What has the experience been like, you know, walking the path with, uh, Mr. Adma, Abna Mariri? Cause I mean, him and, um, Dr. David Mulap. Dr. David, I mean, they're the pioneers of this whole entire thing, especially in the black space amongst, I mean, us young guys. I mean, they're, they're the godfathers. How's that experience been like? It's been amazing. I remember last year he bought my book. They took me out for breakfast, him and his wife, and he just browsed through my book and he said to me, this book is going to be life-changing. You need to push this book. It's not going to be easy for you to get the book out there because some people don't know you. They, they, they've never heard you speak before. But if you take this thing serious, it's, it's, it's just going to get you breakthrough after breakthrough. It's been wonderful. It's been tough. I'm not going to lie. Uh, as you can see, I'm a short fella. You know, sometimes <laughs> I, I, I get an invite and, and you, get, you get to a venue and people are expecting a tall guy. You know, you just saw a picture of a young man posing and then you get there you shot and some people you can see their resistance but you know when i start speaking you know when my gift starts accelerating you know then the crowd starts receiving men saying wow you know it's very informed mm. and it's very relevant you know i can i can tell by the cover of your book that you were still hungry yeah <laughs> there was no money but when i look at the the guidance dude i can see that no there's some transactions <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. <laughs> yeah, but for people then, 
Lenovo, who wants your book? Where can they get it? Uh, currently, the book is being sold by me and my team. Our office is in Don Fanting, okay. uh, five minutes away from Maboneng. We are based at Atonyak Building. Uh, our office is 506. When you get there, you just look for Lenovo Masego or Agwando Gutle Group Company. Then they'll definitely take you to our office. But how I'm promoting it, tomorrow I'm going to be at Transnet uh, okay. and Friday. Uh, I sell my book through talks in companies mm. or mm. supporting events like I did with T last week Friday and you get exposed and, and that's how I'm currently selling my book. We are hoping to get it next year into bookstores. Yeah. And I mean, you're an entrepreneur, right? And... What, what sort of entrepreneurial training do you have? I mean, to you, for you, because I mean, I, I think we met on the Friday and you had your books there, which is something that a lot of guys wouldn't do because a lot of the guys will, will only want to go out there and push their things when they are speaking. But I mean, it's rare to find someone who's really sitting there at the back and they're just doing their thing. They're just sitting, waiting for something to happen. Look, for me, I am one person that believes in drawing the same energy that I'm trying to get out there. Mm-hmm. By that, I'm saying attending seminars, events, uh, Township uh, seminars, you know, being exposing yourself to other people so that they can know your brand and know about you. So for me, when it comes to the side of selling, which of course uh, we we focusing on the entrepreneur side of things, you you gotta have patience. You know, because your book is there, people browse through and you're thinking a person is just going to take your book and buy it. And they don't buy that. What I've developed over the years is the skill of having patience and the ability of understanding people when it comes to how they're going to relate to you when it comes to your brand. Yeah. Yeah, um, thank you, Mr. Lenovo. Yeah, I've got, I'd, I'd like to squeeze in. I want to squeeze in too. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to catch you in, and, okay. and you know, I've got, I've got to, because I mean, you, 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 ex, you exuding positive vibes, which is something that is very rare for 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 people that we have in this particular part in the slot. I mean, what does your company really do? Tell us a bit about that. I mean, I get that we you're a speaker, but you touched a bit about the team building and the facilitation. What do you guys really do so that if someone is listening to this, mm-hmm. or one day when you play this for clients, they actually get a clear understanding? We're in the business of emotional well-being, yeah. leadership and transformation. Yeah. That is what we do as a Gwanda group. Yeah. And I mean, what are, some of the, what are some of the achievements or some of the highlights of your career? Because I mean, for you being here, I mean, as in Tuana Sekasi, is really huge. It's a highlight. Yeah. It's really huge. I mean, for you to have pushed to even having your own book that is authored by you, for you, for the nation. I mean, what are some of the great achievements that you can share with us? I think for me, I've struggled over a period of 2006 and 2014, and my breakthrough came as a result of last year, when I published my book and finally bought myself a car. You wow. know, you know how embarrassing it is to go and speak, and when people are leaving, uh, you you can't wait for them to all leave. So that they don't see that. <laughs> this guy, he, he came here and he gave a powerful talk, and then he's like, you know, and you know, uh, but but for me, I think where I was pushed in the year 2013, I remember very well was it was in the month of September. I was at home and no gigs. Uh, only Facebook where I was doing motivational talks, you know, through inspiring people through it. I got an inbox from a certain lady by the name of Mami, uh, from the office of the Gauteng Premier. And you know, when she inboxed me, she said, hi, and she was very professional. Hi, I'm so and so and so. This is what I do. I work in this department and I had to go and check a profile, you know, to verify, mm, mm. you know, and, and I realized that, okay, this is true. Uh, that was around about 11 in the, in the morning. And then she said to me, I uh, would like to to book you for a talk tomorrow in the office of the Gauteng Prima. And believe me, I didn't believe that. I was like, ah, this woman, 
How? You know, and, and she said to me, no, send us an email address. We'll send you what will happening, will be happening tomorrow. Mind you, I was not even in the program when she sent me the program. Mm, mm. I was not even in the program. And I got there, uh, it was at, uh, Pactonian Hotel, uh, in Bromfontein. And I got there, normally I get there, uh, when I speak 30 or an hour early just to observe the environment and, you know, because you gotta get that fear away and just talk around and be free. So I got there, I sat at the back and, I realized that wow, this is actually happening, and 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 I was speaking to over two hundred women. It hmm. was a women's event. Hmm. I was speaking to women. I was uh, how old was I? Uh, I was somewhere around twenty three, twenty four. Yes, and I sat at the back. So they get there. I can see, you know, it was a African event, a traditional event rather, because there are so many races. And they get there, and I'm sitting there, and then she recognizes me from the back, and then she pulls me, and she says, "No, your table is in front." And I get there and I'm sitting and you are seeing all these MCs, you know, and people that you see on television, they are doing speeches and you're like, goodness, what am I going to teach here? Because first of all, these people are in the industry where they talk about politics. They're in the industry where they're so informed. And I'm a young man who's called to speak about women and economic freedom. And I got there and I gave my talk. Of course, I spoke about Dr. Nkosa Zanazuma, Dr. Nkosa Zanazuma, and I made examples about her and I taught. And believe you me, after I spoke, the women were blown off. And for me, that was a turnaround because then Unilever Boxback South Africa gave me a call on the next month and I went there and I did a talk to all the men and I spoke to Colgate, I spoke to Post Office and yeah, the rest is the history. Wow. I've wow. been doing top set, mm. uh, Absa as of last year, uh, promoting my books. Uh, I've spoken to Old Mutual also, you know, several companies that have really challenged me in terms of uh, my intelligence. So in, in, in shutting it down, cause we need to move with, with our lineup. I mean, you know, it's, it's the, it's, it's November. It's the end of the year. Some people's dreams didn't come through. Some of the things that we, some, some of the things that we entirely as young South Africans that we had planned didn't go our way. What are your words of encouragement to someone out there who's in that position? There's one thing that I always say to encourage myself. If you can still wake up and the sun is shining on you, then you must keep this in mind. There is nothing that has the power to stand in your way if you believe in your dreams. You must keep this in mind. It takes years sometimes to get a dream that is going to be very impactful to the next generation. Because our problem is this. We want to live for today. We forget that there is a generation that is coming after us. Therefore, if your dreams have not come true in the year 2016, keep this in mind. You have failed so that you may build something that is substantial and that is going to impact generations after generations. Lonabo Masego, a fire starter, an entrepreneur, an author, an amazing entrepreneur that I look so forward to working with. So who do we have up? Um, up next, we have oh, Miss Lusanda Ngapai. 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 Yes. Yeah. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> but like we said, everybody, that today we're talking about entrepreneurs in the fashion industry. And the fashion industry is indeed a thriving industry in South Africa. So, Miss Lusanda, can you just maybe introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us what it is that you do? All right. Uh, my name is Lusanda Ngapai, and I am the founder of Lu Creative Designs. And um, under the Lu Creative umbrella, I've, we have a couple of, uh, well, three brands. The first one being uh, the flagship of the Lu Creative hub of brands is The Word by Lu Creative. And then um, we've got um, a brand called... Um, Woke Nation, sorry. 
okay. um, something in my throat. Um, we've got Walk Nation, which is a um, consciousness brand. The first brand, the word is um, a scriptural inspired brand. And then the last brand that we have under Luke Creative is called Cross Culture, which is a couture brand which focuses on um, evening wear. So w- what basically Luke Creative is about is um, sending a message basically through uh, clothing. It's, it's, it's a movement brand. So uh, with the word, which is the biggest one that I'm focusing on the mo- at the moment is a scriptural brand. So what we do is we use scripture in a creative way, um, you know, to bring about an awareness of certain elements. Ah, great. Let me take this opportunity to also welcome Ms. Rose CBC. Thank you for joining us once again, Rose. It's please, good to be back. <laughs> please hi, yeah. say hi to the listeners and just tell us, remind us what it is that you do. Okay, great. Good afternoon, listeners. It's good to be back. Um, my name is Rose Tbc. I am the founder and MD of Style with Roses. We are a um, and it's a, an upcoming um, entrepreneur business that focuses on style and fashion. Mainly, we do events as an everyday way of life, but our focus is really trying to build our style and image services that we provide to private and corporate. Um, clients of ours that is really growing and excitedly we're actually focusing on an event that's coming up in three days yeah three oh, yeah. more sleeps have you forgotten oh yeah like three, three days it yeah. just hit me three days yes three days <laughs> we've got our event coming up and it's also just around style and how to project your image in your everyday life so we're an everyday lifestyle brand that's what we do. Okay, and to mention then our third guest, we have Bello Diamond, Mr. Malusi Malefani, who will be joining us on the line later on. But before all of that, let's go back to Ms. Lusanda. And can you please just tell us when did you give birth to Look Creative? Um, Look Creative was launched informally on the 1st of March, but I've been working behind the scenes for about a year and doing development uh, work. Uh, on the brand, but uh, it was put out in the public on the 1st of March and it is being officially launched on the 14th of December. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we're at an expo. I think it was the Proudly South Africa Expo. Correct. Where we met a young lady, I think it was a couple of months back and yes. she had the stuff. What inspired that? Why, 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 why clothing that um, pushes the word in such or, or rather um, statements of affirmation? What I did is my background is very different from what I'm doing. Um, actually, the lady that you met is a fashion graduate. So I decided to bring some someone on board who is, um, you know, who has a bit of educational background um, in fashion, because for me, it's purely a, a passion. And... <clears throat> So can I just no, 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 it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> we'll close um, the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Um, so uh, it, it's basically just combining my passions. I've got a huge passion for the Word of God, um, as our previous um, uh, speaker. I'm also an inspirational speaker, um, but in, in, in a scriptural kind of way. So um, I decided to combine my passions 
of scripture, of the word of God and um, sharing it through something that I love, which is clothing, which is something that has been a passion for me since I was a little kid. You know, I used to do my own, sew my own clothes for my dolls and do the same thing for uh, my friends and I would sell them for like five friends at the time or something like that. So it's something that is in me that I decided, you know what, after a lot of soul searching and trying to find myself because I wasn't happy in the corporate environment and I thought, you know what, there's something more that I should be doing than what I'm currently doing. And so I looked back and I identified my passions and then I decided to combine my passion of fashion as well as my passion for the word of God and put out a message. Okay. Um, can you then tell us maybe where are you taking Look Creative? Look Creative is going global. Okay. Look Creative is going global. Um, this is, you know, South Africa is my hub. It's, it's my starting point, you know. Every queen has to have her castle. So South Africa is, <laughs> is, you know, the hub. But my, my vision and the dream for, uh, the word, especially, uh, by Lu Creative is to take it internationally. What we're doing on the 14th of December when we're launching the brand officially is we'll be having, um, different, uh, languages printed on the on the shirt so if you go into uh, the word by lucrative either on um, facebook or on instagram you'll see what the what the t-shirts about which is our first um you know uh, creation was the t-shirts and we are currently now busy with other clothing items it's basically the first t-shirt was the book of john so what i did was i printed the entire book on the T-shirt as it would appear on the Bible. So I have the book of John. We're launching uh, the book of Matthew next. And then uh, we're going to be starting, uh, well, uh, from the uh, uh, 14th, we're going to be showcasing books in different languages. Mm. And that's purely to bring about an Africanness, an African identity to the word of God. Because as somebody who's um, conscious, you know, a black conscious person, because I am, uh, also that, um, I've been in platforms where you find that, um, black conscious people see the word of God as something that has been brought to Africa to kind of, um, you know, by, by oppressors to, to oppress the black mind. And I don't view it as such, you know, for me, it's been very liberating. So, um, through the word, what I am aiming to do is to bring about an Africanness to the word of God, which is what I've done with this T-shirt that you have here in front of you um, that is currently out there, the Proverbs 31 woman. It's got a picture of a modern African woman who's wearing a duke and... And basically, uh, that, you know, that's, uh, that's our whole mission is to Africanize the word, but also take it out to the nation. So we're looking at doing it in different languages, African languages, European languages, and so on and so forth. And I mean, do, I mean, as a, as a, as an artist, a creative, um, and also most importantly, as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. what are some of the challenges you come across? Because I mean, I would assume with different religions and different, um, individuals out there, obviously there might be certain barriers to entry. Uh, I would assume as well in terms of, um, retail as well, there might be certain barriers to entry that will keep you to from getting in. Uh, what are some of the challenges? Just elaborate a bit there. 
Funny enough, I anticipated the challenges, but I've actually been surprised by the reception that I got. One of my best clients happens to be a Muslim, and every time I bring something out, she's the first person to buy, and she'll buy for a whole entire family. So it's been quite an eye-opener, and it's also made me see that we actually, in terms of religion, we don't know a lot about, you know, we're quick to judge And I was saying to her that I actually need to sit with her and have a conversation to find out what exactly it is, what what her belief system is. Uh, And we could actually find that there's a lot of correlations between our belief systems, but we're so quick to reject and anticipate and prejudge and so Mm. on. So I've been Mm. pleasantly shocked by the reception from other uh, religious um, groups. Yeah. So Rose, I mean, I mean, you in the creator space, the imagery, the brand positioning, mm-hmm. the make Bulelani look good sort of space. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about um, the product? I absolutely love it. I am so in awe and I'm so glad that I'm here today to listen to this because um, also when she talks about the Proverbs women, that when we talk about imagery as well, even for for ourselves and for part of our vision, a style with roses, the grooming aspect is actually from the book of Esther. When you think about it, she had to go through preparation, you know, for six months before she met the king. And when we talk about image and when I talk about you getting ready, it's like, who is the king in your life? Your king could be your job. Your yes. king could be your, your church. Your king could be your, your event that you're going to. So your everyday experiences in life become your king. So how are you preparing for that meeting? And also who is helping you prepare? And that's where we come in when we say, okay, we are here to, to support and promote a convenience. Because it's not everybody. People, you'd be so surprised. It's not something that comes natural to everybody. Everybody does want to look good. Everybody does want to be well put together. Even if it's it's not so much in expensive attire, um, it could be something that just enhances who you are. And that's what we try to focus on because it speaks to your identity. And I'm loving what you're doing, Lusanda, because that is exactly what it is. It's, you know, it's it's beauty that comes from the inside out and how it was dictated from the beginning it's from the word of god and everything that we have your gifts your talents come from god so That's i'm just right. so super excited to sit in studio with with lusanda and hear what she's talking about i am just hundreds on what she's talking about <laughs> um so we're just gonna take a uh, a thing we're just gonna take a quick break pay our bills i can't wait to hear the wisdom that rose i know you were doing an event on saturday yeah. and people were excited yeah. i'd like to hear a, a bit more more about the brand and the word. Yeah, awesome. so listen to this amazing jam. <laughs> I am a South African. I carry the hopes and dreams of my country and the generations to come. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye. We are one. Visit us on sibanyagold.co.za. You play the safe, I raise the bar, amaze the grace. I praise the Lord, Versace saw, the world is yours. We're not the saw, we're not the saw. Paparazzi want to f with a happy on. Trashy in the cup with a camera phone. Every time we in the club, it's a family show. Take the trophy on, we the champions. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com.
Oh, that's a track, Bulelani. I think this track is taking the place of that other song you like to play when opening the show. Yeah, no, no. WizKid <laughs> must just stay wherever he is. AK is in the <laughs> building. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. But everybody, you are tuned into 360Biz. And today we are talking about entrepreneurs in the fashion industry. We have beautiful guests in studio, Miss um, Lysander and Miss Rose in studio. So, Rose, can you then maybe just remind us on, on the progress of the event that you're having on Saturday. It's this right? Saturday. Bulelani thought it was last Saturday. It's this Saturday. <laughs> yeah. What I've been doing is I've been attending other events in the past week, which have been very exciting. Even like yesterday, there was a nice, um, um, fashion event as well. There was a fashion component at the Essays of Africa Second Birthday. Big shout out to them. They're one of our sponsors as well. They've come on board and they've done very good coverage for us in their magazine this week. So I was very excited and grateful about that. Event is going very well. Um, very heavily collaborated. Um, we'll talk about that some more, but I am so excited. We're kind of on the halfway mark. People, please pay for your tickets. I've got a lot of people who've reserved seats. Um, some of them have already paid, but you know how we do. So I think people are kind of like, can I come and pay on the day? Um, how's yeah. it going to work? Because really we've got our online link that you pay through the website and then it goes into one of our partners' business events, but uh, business accounts. But um, I am looking at that possibility. I would have liked for catering purposes to have closed off the ticket tickets by tomorrow. That was the original plan. But obviously, there's some key people that I'm waiting for that are out of town and they would like to be here. So I will leave the ticketing open up until on the day, although I don't really want to carry cash on the premises. But for you latecomers, you are free to come. There's still some seats that are available. So the more the merrier, although we have limited seats because of the concept of the of the of the event you can't have too many people there because we will have a live talk show that's been recorded so it's going very well um Super excited and super stressed because now coming closer to that, I'm kind of like, okay, what am I going to do with my hair? What am I going to wear? And now the fashion comes in. That's why I've been doing dukes the whole week, trying to get some inspiration and how's my hair going to look on that day. But please do come. Um, really, really super excited. It's going to be successful and it, it already is. So yeah. good things coming up. You know, up. just, I, th- I think that, um, just please just get across the importance of coming to such an event. It's not just an event, actually. Exactly. It's not even an event. It's what, not. It's what, not. We call um, you know what <laughs> the big thing and, and that's just it and again we'll talk about this and that's why the importance of a show like this helps people like us because for entrepreneurs when you're starting out people want to get to know you know when you think of uh, Diane von Furstenberg she started from somewhere big designers the people that are out there the creatives and it's so hard for us creatives to break through so most of the time people think oh man it's just Rose you know how she is she just wants to do style and what is she going to talk about and it's just about a business we're not it, this is not even a, a profitable venture Exactly what the people are paying for For the tickets Is actually just covering catering costs And also like we said We are doing it in recognition Of the 16 days of activism Lusanda, you see again We look at We're trying to take um, advantage of the season Where we're like Let's look at people who have been affected In their self-esteem People who have lost their identity People who have been knocked down in their life That they even forget who they are And we feel that this is a very good time to do this And it's also end of the year People are winding down People are are so stressed And they just want Want to have a you know come together 
dinner, have a good time. So when you buy your ticket, it's not so much about the food and the fashion. And please do come with, with, with your purses and your wallets. We will have great products on display. And this is supporting other, other entrepreneurs because I'm going to have somebody with, who's going to display their skincare range. I mean, this is, this is an African woman who has started her product from scratch, started from her home, and now she's distributing to about three African countries. So we were carefully picking our partners as well that these are people who are starting a journey like us. So we know what it's like to start up. We've got a lady who... Another woman-owned business, the the wines, you know, they are connoisseurs, South African women who left who left their their full-time work to come and to follow their passion and their dreams. We've got people who have who are bringing handmade accessories, so that's the importance, Wulelani. When you come there, you're not coming there for sure. You're not coming there just to pass time. You are supporting people who have started off as entrepreneurs. They're making a living. They're following their passion. They're following their dreams. They're creating opportunities for others, and that's what the importance about this event is. All about yeah yeah and i think what i love most about the event is the fact that i think also as entrepreneurs in south africa mm. we are getting to a point where we 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 even as south african as as a people mm. you know we mm. are getting to a point where we are supporting south african brands absolutely so i love the fact that we're pushing south african yes. brands can you please just let us know from your points of view views ladies that um what is the importance of that you know just building south african brands and I think not just South African brands. You know what is so interesting, Leah, is mm-hmm. that um, it's actually African mm-hmm. brands. We're like, you know, Lusanda was talking about going global. More and more, there is there is a focus and an emphasis on African fashion. Yes. Suddenly, we are taking our place. Suddenly, we're becoming noticed. Suddenly, we're using our own products, and we're coming out and we're saying, "This is who we are." Mm-hmm. We're expressing ourselves through our own fabrics, and it's a whole industry on its own. Mm-hmm. So, the importance of Looking at our own internal products is that we are saying this is us. We are supporting our local people, but we're also bringing in all our neighbors. There's our Zambians, there's our Zimbabwe's. And you see, even with taking you back to our event, that's why I'm saying we carefully picked our partners. It's, mm. it's not an accident. Mm. It's, we've got, you know, Zambians, we've got Zimbabweans, we've got South Africans. So we're bringing in other dynamics where we're saying we want one platform where we speak one voice and we're all going towards the same direction. Lusanda, you want to? On, on my side, um, I think that, you know, as Africans, we've been branded as consumers. Mm, mm. And I think that it's very important um, to actually showcase our capabilities to the world. So it's very important that we support each other, that we bring each other up and mm. launch each other into the world, into mm. that world space. So it's, it's, it's something that is at the core mm. of who I am as a person and something that I would like you know, to be embraced, that I that I, I, I send out their message, I send out their, you know, to promote black businesses. Um, you know what I do? Uh, I belong to, I'm not, I'm not going to mention the group, but I belong to a group of, um, uh, uh, well, starter entrepreneurs, where when I do my month-end shopping, I first go and check what I can buy from all those people. And I only go out to the shops once wow. I'm not able to fulfill through that platform, you know, mm. to fulfill my purchases through that platform. Mm. So it's something that's at the core of my belief system. basically. Yeah. And I mean, you know, in terms of this particular industry, um, I'd like to think that it, it, it's, is it capital intensive? Because, I mean, you're doing something that I haven't seen being done before. Mm. You know, I mean, being able to take a whole entire book of John 
and translated into a garment. I mean, that's, that, that's just crazy though. And I mean, one of the things that actually jumped out to me more than anything as well is that you can actually read it. Yes. Was that the intention? The, that is the intention, but also the size of the print. Um, is well intended Even though there are people who say no But it's too small, why don't you make it bigger And the whole point of the t-shirts Is to create a conversation If you see a person approaching And you can read what's on their t-shirt There really isn't you know, much platform for conversation So the, the whole concept was For somebody, if, if say you, you have somebody Standing behind you at the bank And um, they can actually read you know, mm. in fine print, because from from a distance, the T-shirt looked like one color. It's only when you are at close proximity that you can see that oh, it's actually writing. And I think that also creates a conversation, a platform for people to actually mm. talk about the Word of God, which yeah. is what I wanted um, to help people to do. You know, to to have that that exchange. So I mean, in the next five years, is it just is it just T-shirts? I mean, what what sort Ooh, of a range are no. we looking at in the next five years? In the next five years, we're going full on clothing. I'm actually in the process of doing um, a design for dresses. Um, and um, uh, for guys, I'm doing shorts and I'm doing dresses and skirts for guys. So it's, it's the, the five year vision for the, the word is basically an entire clothing range. I see sneakers. I see everything in the word. Mm. So this is just a minute beginning. It's like 1% of the vision, what we're doing with the t-shirts, but we are just going all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Rose, can you just tell me, as the fashion industry is a growing industry, right? Mm. Um, what do you think then can small businesses do that the bigger ones aren't doing right now? Collaborate, collaborate, mm. and collaborate. Yes. Funny enough, um, the big ones, the big players are actually starting to recognize that. And more and more, you'll find that the the big, uh, the big indus- the bigger players in the industry are starting to recognize talent because what happens when we talk collaborate, collaborate, collaborate is that people are are gifted and directed differently. There are those that are visionaries. You could just be somebody who's carrying an idea. And in the fashion industry, there's so many different categories. We always joke about it. Friends, uh, friends of mine and, and myself, it's like, you know, I'm originally from Zambia. So like in Zambia and other African countries, what we tend to do is because I can put together an outfit well, I can, I can mix and match my outfit well. You wake up one day and you decide I'm going to be a fashion designer. So you'll find that there's, there's a, there's a flurry of fashion designers. Everybody's titled themselves as fashion designers. But the fashion industry is actually categorized by very different profiles. You've got stylists. You've got the creatives behind. You've got the graphic artists. There are so many roles that the little beginners, the startups, can actually tap into, especially when it comes to trying to grow. That's what you can learn from the big players. Because the big players, what they've done is they've actually structured their businesses as organizations. So they've got a marketing department, they've got customer service department, they've got a sales department. And we forget that because I'm a, I'm a one woman, one man outfit. I've got this gift and I can design and I can put together outfits very nicely. I then decide I'm going to go it alone. And I don't understand that I need to draw on the strengths of other people that I can have got similar interests and we can come together and make a success of what we need to do. And that's what I like about, you know, the, the, the entrepreneurial direction that everybody's taking, like we are deliberate about that. We just sort of like, this is me. This is what I like. 
I see this, but I, I actually need other people who will come to me and then we can cross the bridge together. So I think that's what um, the small players can continue doing. The big players are already doing it. They're actually becoming incubators now. Mm. And more and more, mm. we're starting to see fashion schools, even in South Africa. Lysoff is doing great. They've introduced a BCom. You can actually now get a degree in fashion. And it's it's a fast-growing industry. It's a fast-growing investment opportunity. It's, it's, it's a billion-dollar industry. And I'm just so glad that Africa is beginning to get up and recognize that. And we're expanding at a very fast rate. So I'm quite excited about yeah. that. And I mean, Rose, you know, to a young gentleman or a young lady out there listening to the show and they want to venture into the fashion industry, mm. or rather they're in it, what are some of the critical things that one needs to either build themselves up in or focus on in terms of um, uh, with regards to being that fashion designer or that stylist? The first thing is attitude. Attitude, have a positive attitude, understand why you want to do it. Again, it goes back to maybe I, I think that I'm going to be a, I'm going to go into this industry because I, what is it that you like? Because I like clothes, because I like shoes, or because I like people. It's it's one of those uh, crazy questions you get all the time. Like, oh, I'm really a people's person, you know, and people go into an interview and whatever it is. But your attitude actually does determine your, alt- your altitude. So the first thing that a person needs to have is first understand what it is that you exactly are good at. What it is that you want to do. Are you going to be the one that is actually... Um, Making the designs, cutting the designs. Are you a buyer? Are you a seller? Are you going to source for them? What, how are you going to position yourself in the industry? Because that's what needs to, needs to be, um, entrenched into young upcoming designers. Understand that the fashion industry is exactly that. It is an industry. It is not a, a passion or a hobby or something that you can just start. You've got to live and breathe it and you've got to take it to the next level. And that's understanding all the different components that are in the industry and see where you can fit yourself. I think that's the starting point. Do you point. think um, the policies in our country are protecting businesses in the fashion industry enough? Are they at all mm. Making reference to China, for instance. Mm. Mm. Uh, China is a, is a huge animal on its own and it's, it's practically services the world. Mm. Policy is more and more. And that's why I'm saying we are now privileged to be living in times where government and economic policies are beginning to embrace this industry and beginning to look at it as something that's lucrative, especially that now we're dealing with a generation that is more expressive through the creative arts. And more and more, it is uh, the fashion industry is being positioned as such that this is a recognized structure that we can fit. And it is, it's got a huge potential of contributing to the economy because these are jobs that are created for these young people. And like I said, when you're sourcing even from China, when you're sourcing goods from China, that's a whole production chain. That's a whole import and export um, opportunity for those that are involved. China does still bring in the goods, but more and more people are becoming aware of quality. And that's where we're starting to start embracing our own fabrics, our own identity. Again, I go back to that. So there's always... The, the, the ideas, I think there's more inspiration that comes from the products that we're getting from China and we're kind of like, okay, China does provide, I mean, uh, China produces even for the largest designers in the world. Most of the labels do have their production done in, in China. So there's a lot to be learned from there and not treated as something that is a negative. It's actually a positive enemy, yeah. or an enemy. We're actually learning more and more more and more from it. So I think policy-wise, there is a deliberate push and especially that 
it is a women-driven kind of industry. So more and more, you f- you find policies around women empowerment. Let's let's let let's push the gender. You know, the the female inclusion. So that's more creative. And I think that the fact that government is actually looking at it like that, it opens up all those barriers that may seem to have been limiting pre- previously. Yeah. That's what I think. And then, I mean, I'm interested to know, are you manufacturing the stuff in South mm. Africa? Uh, I actually do my own uh, manufacturing. I make my own shirts. Um, purely because I, you know, I, I saw an opportunity there because the fabric that... I use to do the printing as a special kind of fabric, which is a combination of different fabrics. So there aren't any T-shirts that are manufactured in South Africa that have that combination. So it's either I had an option to buy the material and actually make my own T-shirts or to import. So I was, uh, you know, it, it was a bit of a no-brainer for me. Um, yeah, so I make my own T-shirts from scratch. Wow, that's amazing! <laughs> there's there's yeah. a whole manufacturing is, uh, opportunity there. That's the manufacturing industry is affected. Textile industry, all linked into fashion. So there you go, import mm. and export. And I also think, um, even though it's 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 still it's it, it's it's in its infancy, but I think government, in terms of policy, you know, um, in the manufacturing space which is something that I'm discovering now as I'm going into the manufacturing side of my business, is um, that there's quite a lot of funding Mm -hmm. that is out there, even though the processes can be a little bit, uh, yeah, what (laughs) they are. (laughs) Uh, But there are uh, funds that government is making available to entrepreneurs to actually promote the, the, the businesses that are aspiring into the manufacturing field, which is quite exciting. Mm. How does your distribution system work? <clears throat> I am, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I have um, a space at the Rema uh, bookstore. So what I'm doing at the moment is I am approaching the different uh, mega churches to have space for display at their at their shops. I'm also in talks with Kumbooks. Uh, so crossing fingers by January, end of January next year would have finalized that. Uh, but um, I'm predominantly online, which is the plan and uh, and you know the the vision. Is to be an online business. So that's where I am at the moment predominantly. Um, uh, I get my orders through Instagram. I get my orders through Facebook. I get my orders through our website, which is lucreative.co.za. And, um, yeah, but if, if people want to have a physical, uh, <laughs> You know, to see the product physically, they can go to Rema Bookstore at in uh, at the Rema Church in Randburg. They can physically see my products there. But I'm also uh, I I take opportunities of uh, exhibition events, um, of uh, small business exhibitions, of uh, conferences and events like Roses events, and I showcase and have pop up stores. At, you know, uh, obviously at the right market, you know, mm. I assess the market and then I'll have a pop-up store at different, uh, at different events. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies, can you then maybe 
give us 30 seconds each, right? Words of inspiration for our listeners, especially those who aspire to be in the fashion industry. And yeah, the rest of our listeners as well that need inspiration out there. Um, okay, I'll go first. I always say, do you, mm. do you? And for me, my, my whole aha moment has actually just come around my name, Rose, and my inspiration is always around, you know, in a garden of roses, there's so many different shapes, sizes, and types of, of roses. They come in different forms. And the fact is that garden becomes beautiful because of the complementing colors that these roses exude. And for you as a startup, as a person that wants to really follow their dreams or wants to do something with your life, don't look to the left or to the right. Just keep focused on, in, on on what it is that you were created to do. Understand what it is. Understand who you are and just go for it. Never give up, no matter how long it takes or, or how difficult it, it is. And that's the story that you're writing because now your life is a blank canvas and you decide what colors you're going to put on that canvas. And that's your story that now borrowing on from what Lon Wabo said earlier, mm-hmm. you decide how many generations are going to be impacted by your story. So just do you and be you. Can you please just add um, where people can get a hold of you as well, Rose? Absolutely. Um, people can get hold of me through the website, uh, www.stylewithroses.com. I am on Facebook, Rose CBC. I am on Twitter, at Rose CBC. I'm on Instagram, at Rose CBC. So feel free to connect with me at any given time and look forward to seeing you on Saturday. If you have not bought your ticket, buy your ticket. Come and join us. Come and support all these upcoming entrepreneurs, women who are doing it for themselves, Women who have come together and said, this is what we want to do. And this is how we want to support those that have been hurt along the way. And just to respect the season that we're in, which is 16 days of activism. So I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Um, I would say that you need to know that you know that you know that you want to do this. Mm -hmm. Because it is not... As much as when the finished product is out there, it looks so easy, it is not an easy path. So you have to be deeply grounded in what you want, first and foremost. But uh, for me, biggest thing that I've learned this year is spirituality. You have to have... You can have a different belief system to myself. Like I said, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm an open-minded person, but you have to have something that grounds you. You know, you have to be deeply grounded in your belief because when you travel on the path, it's going to be shaky along, you know, and, and you need something to grab on. And some, sometimes I know people around to, to, to hold True. on to, you know, and yeah, basically. I love that. <laughs> the best is yet to come. Don't give up on your dreams. Great, great. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our guests for being here today. And that is 360 Biz. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.